Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Until Death Do Us Part, intimate true stories about the end of life, afterlife, and more. Call in to share your own story on the air. The number is 516-666-9881. I'm Dave Maroff, and welcome to Until Death Do Us Part. Here are your co-hosts, Summer Bacon and Liz Johnson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. From wherever you are listening in the world, welcome to Until Death Do Us Part. Live from Sedona, Arizona, I'm Summer Bacon. And I'm Liz Johnson. We are the proud sponsors of Hoofs and Horns Farm Sanctuary in beautiful Picture Rocks, Arizona. Hoofs and Horns is going to be having a Halloween carnival on Saturday, October 26th from 5 to 9 p.m. There'll be food and games and fun for all the kids. They're even going to have a haunted hayride. (laughs) So take your kids and go on out and support their efforts. It's a good cause. It's a great organization. Go to their website at www.hoofsandhornsfarm.org. Yeah, they're great. They are a great uh, organization and do so much good for the animals. Yeah, they really do. The abandoned animals and, uh, you know, fantastic. I've been down there myself. I actually saw it and beautiful people. So go, go, absolutely go. If you're down in the area, that'd be fantastic. And um, thank you so much for joining us today because Liz and I are spiritual teachers. Um, we have collectively or cumulatively between the two of us about 50 years of experience in, in uh, that. That would be and, accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, in, in all areas. And uh, what we love is we love talking about things, all things paranormal, mystical, spiritual, all kinds of stuff, uh, out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences. We just love doing that. And so that's why we started this radio show, to give everyone a platform to talk about Weird stuff. Weird stuff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's October. This is the perfect month to talk about weird stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, and we would love to hear your stories. Our listening audience, please call in at 516-666-9881 and share your stories, your paranormal experiences. And yes, we are talking today about out-of-body experiences, but we would like you to call in and share whatever experience you've had. Yeah, and you can also uh, make a comment about um, what you feel about certain things, paranormal things, um, kindly. <laughs> and um, I'm sure you will. And also you can you can um, ask us a question on any any topic on on that sub, you know, on that subject. On any given subject, subject yeah. Topic. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, while we are Anticipating having a lot of callers today, we appreciate your patience while we are taking calls and answering questions, so please stay on the line. We will answer your call in the order that it was received. Yeah, yep, and um, so out-of-body experiences. Boy, do we know about (laughs) out-of-body. Yes, we do. Out-of-body, baby. Out-of-body, (laughs) out-of-mind. Yep, absolutely. And they're also called OBEs. OBEs, yes. To make it easy to say. Like a like e what is it e v o o extroversion olive oil <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep there's been a lot of scientific study about uh, OBEs on body experiences um, the research that I've done on it is there's really nothing conclusive about uh, what causes it what creates it how we do it but it's very interesting nonetheless mm-hmm. I know that. Um, you had looked up a uh, definition of it on Wikipedia. Yeah, and it's funny because I know my own definition of it is I go out of body. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> uh, if you if you believe that you are a spirit in a body, then it's pretty self-explanatory that the body is just like a, a coat that we wear and we can come and go as we please. So, um, and that we do that in the dream state all the time, but we might not be consciously aware of it. So this is really where you become more consciously aware of being out of body um, and you're, you perceive the world or even other planes of existence from outside of your body. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it can be induced by a lot of different things. I did look it up, I was, you know, because I have my own personal uh, 
experiences with it. It's, it's experiential stuff that I can share. But I thought, well, let me look, at, look it up. And I saw on the wikipedia.org, the free encyclopedia um, page about out-of-body experiences, that they can be induced by traumatic brain injuries, sensory deprivation, near-death experiences, dissociative or psychedelic drugs, dehydration, sleep disorders, dreaming, electrical stimulation of the brain, and more. So we really would like to invite our callers to share their stories, their experiences, their questions. Um, please feel free to call in now, and we have a caller. Uh, yes, but we need to go to an, a We do need break. to go to commercial yeah. break, don't we? Okay, yeah. we're going to commercial break. We'll be right back. Are your windows dirty again? At Ontiveros Window Cleaning, we offer cleaning services to residential and business properties while specializing in new construction. You are serviced by the pain and not by the hour, so you are guaranteed a quality clean. We refer to ourselves as window detailers with a nose-to-glass policy with flexible hours. So let us clear your views and bring light back into your homes again. Please visit our website at ontiveroswindowcleaning.com or send a text or call us at 801-949-0548 for a free estimate. And welcome back. We are, uh, we do have a caller from area code 480. Yes. 480, are you there? You're live and on the air in a second here. There you go. Are you, are you there, 480? <laughs> Yes, I am. Good afternoon, ladies. And I've got to tell you, thank you for having a platform like this because it's very difficult to practice spiritual etiquette in our world today and not have a place where we can talk openly about this. So thank you for that. You are very welcome. Very welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. So what do you well, have to share with us today? Uh, my name is Robin, and of course I live in Arizona, and I've had a lifetime of experiences that have happened to me, and I just recently finished writing a book that my publisher is uh, getting ready to put out there by the end of this year that deals with this particular subject matter about the whole spirit thing. Yeah. And and what's the name of your book? It's called um, <laughs> Soul Stirrings. Soul Stirrings. Okay. Soul I like that. Soul That's a good title. Yeah, very cool. And because, you know, I, I've had a couple of experiences that what I believe to be an out-of-body experience, but when I look at the clinical description, it doesn't, you know, like you said, you have your own version of what it means. And I've had a couple things happen to me that evolved around September 11, 2001. And hmm. I don't know if I, how much time I have to explain it, but I can explain a couple things and see what you guys think of it. Absolutely. Please do. Well, back in September of 2001, uh, my husband had actually died in February of 2001. So I had a lot of experiences with, after his death with visitations and other spirits because apparently I just was open to a lot of things. I had a few premonitions prior, the week prior to 9-11 happening. And then I worked, been, I'm in the media here. So I worked in a newsroom at this point and we saw everything that happened on that day. We were involved in talking with a lot of people at that point. And it affected me so much, and I'm an empath, and I desperately wanted to go to New York and help because I had so much experience with death, and I thought, you know, I, I thought so badly that I could go there and help somehow. I don't know why I thought that. I just felt mm -hmm. it. And um, the week after, I had two experiences that I believe are out of body because I had never really been to New York before. The first one, I laid down and I thought I was sleeping, but I kind of felt like I was underneath the wing of a plane. I could feel the turbulence. I, I was next to the engine. I could smell the jet fuel. I was flying over Manhattan, and I couldn't see below the clouds until I started. the clouds started to clear, and I could see ground zero. And then I woke up. And then the next night, I had the same thing happen, but I was walking down on lower Manhattan, I could feel the heat, I could smell death, I could smell burning mm. metal. I and I didn't I didn't get close enough to it before I came out of this. But I've had several people tell me that's just, that's just your imagination because you felt so many things being a witness to this like so many other people did. But I mean you know as well as I do, it's a very touchy subject to talk about. 
And I've had experiences. I did go to Ground Zero in 2018. I went to there, and I had more experiences where I connected with spirits. But when I'm talking about this kind of thing, is that an actual out-of-body experience from what you guys would believe? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the thing is, you know, the flying sensation, the walking sensation, the thing is when you have that experience and nobody can take it from you or tell you what that experience was, even I can't. It sounds it sounds legitimate. I believe in it because I just truly believe in out-of-body experiences because I've had so many. And what you describe is exactly that. But from your perspective, was it an experiential thing where, I mean, so tangible that there was without without question, you you felt, you smelled, you you experienced these things in a very tangible yeah, way. Yeah, like I, I was there. It was yeah, like yeah, I yeah, actually even, was there. Yeah, and even sometimes those those experiences are even more tangible when you're out of body than when you are in the body. A lot of times we just ignore a lot of that stuff. So you're you're in a heightened state of awareness. Your senses are all expanded, and so you're and you're not just smelling. You're not just feeling death or or experiencing uh, whatever whatever it was that you were experiencing there. It's happening on a very, very deep, unobstructed level because you're not putting expectations on it and you're not actually um, uh, conjuring it up or trying to think about it. It's just happening at, at that moment and you're immersed in it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And that's what I've always believed that if you think it enough, I mean, it's just like intention. If you put it out there, it actually can happen. And I wanted so badly to help because of all the experience I've had with death that more or less I, I willed my spirit to travel there. That's what I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. That was just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Please call Thank in you again. Know. You've got it sounds like you've got some wonderful short stories to share. If you want, you can. As far as we're concerned, we want people to to we want this word to get out there about uh, in you know from people. If you are willing to share your full name and your book title, we're more than happy to Absolutely. let you do that right now. If you don't, that, then don't do it. But <laughs> absolutely, my name is uh, Robin Cote, C O T E, and um, I've been a radio personality here for most of my life in Arizona. So it's very easy to find me on the internet. Um, I published a book a couple years ago having to do with surviving domestic violence and stuff and death. And, and this new one coming out is called Soul Stirrings. And it basically, the concept that I want everyone to know is that this is not a gift that particular people have. We all have this right. ability to communicate with our loved ones when they pass to the other side of the veil. It's just a thin curtain. You ladies know this. We all can communicate with our loved ones. We get so caught up in our grief and our, and our guilt that we forget that they are always with us. And that's, I finally decided to put this stuff down because I've had things happen for the, ever since I was a child. So I wanted to make sure that people understood that they're not alone, you know? Right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Robin. We really appreciate you calling in and and uh, and for sharing your story and your yeah, experience. Absolutely, and wish you the best of luck with your book. Bye bye. Thank you, and you guys have a new listener here. Take care. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> bye. <laughs> That's great. And uh, we have another caller. Uh, next caller is uh, in nine two eight area code and nine two eight area code. Are you there? Hello. 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 Yes, hi. Hi. Hi, Summer. Hi, Liz. <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> it's, my name is Deborah, and I've been astral traveling always, all my life. And I don't have specific memories of what I do, although I do have some, some dream states from that. But not. I know I'm gone every night and I'm doing stuff, but I don't know what it is. And they put me in the hospital when I was five because I thought my dreams were real and I got fevers when I became emotional. And so I was actually slammed in Children's Hospital in Buffalo for that reason, (laughs) which was not a pleasant time. Yeah. Yeah. So it took me 50 years to realize I was astral traveling. Wow. Wow. 
Before I put it all together. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because it was just so normal to you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was your your normal. That was the world you lived in. And so there was, you know, a lot of people would say, say, oh, you're crazy. There's something wrong with you. Let's give you a pill. And you're like, no, this is the world I live in. This is totally normal to me. You know, if I'm going crazy, you want to come with? (laughs) (laughs) And I learned at five to keep my mouth shut. I learned at five to keep my mouth shut, you know. Because now, who wants to be shut. slammed in the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's great. Keep talking. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah. I have these flying dreams where I will be on the ground with everybody and I'll go, look what I can do. And, and I take off flapping my arms and I fly. And they're like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And I've had those all my life. I've had those all my life. But another really funny thing that happened to me, which I suppose is kind of proof of what I was doing, when I was living in Florida, I slammed back into my body so hard. I don't know if somebody was chasing me or what was going on, but I slammed back into my physical body so hard that my hair nodded. And my hair is very fine and never knots. <laughs> so yeah, in the funny. middle of the night, I'm pulling on my hair, trying to get this these knots out of my hair, you know, before I even realize what I'm doing. <laughs> trying to unknot my hair, isn't that crazy? That no, is that's great. That's great. <laughs> well, well, we yep. really, you know, we really appreciate you calling in and sharing about your experience and what you felt and sensed and all those things. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you so much. You're and, very and, welcome. Yeah, yeah, we're really glad that you're thank listening. You. And yeah, thank, <laughs> thank, thank you, Deborah. You, you have me Both of you keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it very much. That's really sweet. Yeah. Well, you know, so, uh, so yes, if you're, uh, if you're listening in and you want to share your story, please call us at 516-666-9881. And we need to go to a short commercial break. Uh, Yes. And we'll be back momentarily. Hi, I'm astrologer Barbara Goldsmith. A new decade is about to begin. We're at the cusp of a new paradigm. And what better time than to treat yourself and to come to my seminar here in Athens, Greece on the 19th and 20th of October, when we'll look at these energies and how you can make best use of them. Just a few places are left. Check out my website, yourastrologysigns.com. I'm here with Julie Valentine, Sedona Realtor, and a good friend of mine, and uh, Julie has been doing this work in Sedona for a very long time. Julie, tell us about yourself. Thanks, Summer. I'm Julie Valentine, obviously with Sedona Dreamhome, and um, I consider myself a real estate consultant versus an agent, and really take to heart guiding hearts to their homes. It's our whole premise. We allow a lot of space and time for people to really tap into the right home for themselves. If you are selling and you are being guided to a new destination, we have the latest in marketing technologies for you, too. You can find us at SedonaDreamHome.com or 928-202-2394. I am with Realty Wonder Mountain Desert. And welcome back. You are listening to Until Death Do Us Part. And we have a caller waiting, uh, area code 812. Area code 812, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Oh, wonderful. Hello. Thank Hello. you for calling in. Hi. Oh, my name's Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, how Nicole. are you? Hi, how are you guys? Wonderful. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. You know, and just as, you know, Nicole, I, I don't know where you are in 812 area code, but I did want to do a quick shout out to my to my uh, my friends and family out in California and to all Californians who are going through the, these wildfires. I actually grew up in Porter Ranch where that wildfire is happening. And you just reminded me to do that because I, I want to say that we're sending our love and prayers to all those people. So how are you doing, Nicole? What's, uh, so what would you like to share with us today? Um, well, I'm, I, I was just looking at the Blog Talk website and, um, I, I don't know if, are you guys doing readings or stories or I don't know what's, what's going on. Oh. Our, we're, um, our show is about uh, paranormal experiences, and we are okay. 
creating a platform for people to call in and share their experiences. Do you have a story okay. to share? Yeah, actually, I have quite a few. Um, yeah, pick yesterday, one. Yeah, actually, um, I'll pick one. Yesterday, my nephew was born, and uh, he was supposed to be born in November, but I get see things and feel things before they happen. And I had this strong feeling that he was going to be born either before October 22nd, and he was born yesterday. So, yeah, I kind of was right about that. But the oh, thing sweet. is, he was born, yeah, the thing is, he was born 5 pounds and 15 ounces. And oh. I knew, I knew, like, when my sister-in-law told me she was in the hospital for high blood pressure, that she was going to, she was going to, I had a feeling that she was going to deliver early. So I knew he was not going to be a Scorpio baby. I knew he was going to be like a, a Libra baby. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so mother and baby are doing well? I uh, don't know. Don't know yet. Um, but just, uh, we're just, he's a preemie. So he's like kind of was born small. Oh wow! 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 Well, I, I have a cousin who was born a preemie, and he's he's a, a mighty person. He, he he grew to be a very strong man and and a, with a beautiful heart. So, um, yeah. we wish you all the best with that. Have, have you ever have you ever had an out of body experience by chance? Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep okay. listening. We'll keep listening, and thank you for calling in and uh, sharing your story. Yeah, really appreciate all you right. calling in, Nicole. Have a beautiful day. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so out of body experiences. Yes. And so it's funny, the lady earlier was talking about um, going, you know, nine nine one one and and being in New York and nine uh, eleven and being in New York, and um, I had never been to New York. Um, but I went there out of body. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> did? Not for that reason. <laughs> That's a whole different reason. I went, I went there out of body because uh, David Bowie had uh, <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie had offices there, and I was I was really um, sort of obsessed with David Bowie, so I was sort of like an out of body stalker, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to see if I could connect with him because I I used to have when I was younger, like from the age of about fourteen on. I used to have these vivid experiences, I call them, rather than dreams of being with him. Then we would create art together. And it was really quite amazing. And I actually made one of the pieces of art in real in reality after I had the dream with him. So it was pretty, pretty interesting. And um, and so, you know, he was he was somebody I loved his music, of course, and I was in love with him because he was so gorgeous, I thought, and and all of that. So one night I just said, I really wish I could I wish I could meet him again um, on the astral plane. And so I did go out of body and I just remember going to New York. All of a sudden I was there very much there while flying. And I went into an, the office building and I was looking around trying to find where to find him. And the next thing I know is I was sort of just sort of falling through the office building down the down through several floors and went back into my body. So wow. um, I don't know. I guess I must not have had permission to be there. <laughs> but when I woke up, the interesting thing was I remember it was daylight in New York, but it was not where when I woke up where I lived in California. And I looked at the time and it would have been daylight and, and the stirrings of the office would have just been opening and all of that at that time. So that was my that was my my trip to yeah. Well, I have been to New York, but I wasn't out of body. <laughs> but, but, it's so different for a Californian. It is like an out of body experience, even if you're in the body. Yeah, very different uh, energy in New York City. Um, interesting that you would talk about that falling sensation. Um, mm -hmm. As a child, I used to go out of body quite frequently at night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes it was a pleasant experience. I would, you know, enjoy the experience and other times it's quite scary but I always remember that I would fall off of a cliff and I would slam back into my body and upon impact every cell in my body would have that pins and needles feeling mm -hmm. that tingling feeling yeah. and uh, you know and I would also hear something like a vacuum cleaner that vacuum like you're 
inside of a vacuum cleaner sound? Yeah, that's, that's often described by a lot of people who have out-of-body experiences that they it sounds like like 10,000 vacuum cleaners yeah. in, your, in your ears. Yes. And then uh, when they, they get back in the body, there's just this pins and needles feeling that goes on for quite a while. And yeah. your eyes can be wide open. You know you're just laying there, but you can't move. Yeah, I had yeah. that. I was just going to mm-hmm. say I had that feeling of, of paralysis. Mm-hmm. I could not move my body. Yeah. And it was it was kind of freaky, but kind of cool at the same time. <laughs> It's, it's sort of funny because I'm mean, the way we're talking about it, like it's so totally natural. You know, you know, you know that pins and needles you feeling? Know, you know, when your foot's asleep. <laughs> you ever have that pins and needles feeling when you, when you come back out of body? Well, here's a pill for that. Here's a pill for that, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> anyway, there have been, there have been a, uh, a lot of books and things written about um, out of body experiences. Um, you were telling me earlier about the Robert Monroe Institute in yeah. Barber, Virginia, and yeah. he wrote a book called Journeys Out of the Body. Yeah, he did. I, I actually read part of that book uh, when I was 17 years old. I had had an out-of-body experience exactly as you described, which is falling back into the body and the pins and needles and the vacuum cleaner sound in the ears and everything, and I was terrified. <laughs> and, and fortunately, I had a father who was very open-minded. My parents were very open-minded, and I talked to my parents about it, and my dad hands me this book. He says, here, you need to read this. Well, at that time, at 17 years old, I would have just preferred to be told I was crazy. It would have been a lot easier than having to own this whatever thing that I could do. (laughs) So I started to read the book, and it confirmed everything. And he, in that book, talks about the sound of vacuum cleaners in the ears. Very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, the same kind of description. So, but the, at the Robert Monroe Institute, they actually will teach you how to how to go out of body and how to how to create that. And because it's it's actually really fun once you understand it, that it's not it's not a scary thing. It's not going to hurt you. Right. It's just really fun, and it's it's like you're unencumbered by the physical. Right. And you can go anywhere because you can you just transcend time and space. It doesn't take hours to get to you know, wherever you want to go, the Pemaquid Lighthouse or something right, like that. Right, right. You're uh, there. In Maine. Yeah, you're just, you're just <laughs> suddenly there or you're flying there and just seeing this beautiful scenery. Yeah. I, I mean, it's right. It's, it's yes. so vivid, isn't it? It is. It's so vivid. And you can feel the sensation of flying. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. an amazing experience. Yeah. It's really with the whole, the whole thing, the wind in the hair and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but you don't, you don't have any fear of falling or anything like that. No. It's just, incredible i mean i guess some people have out-of-body experiences that are not very fun and they might find themselves falling back into the body that sensation could be scary yes um i remember trying to fly and trying to jump off of uh places in my in my out of out of body experiences but not being very adept at it right so it does take kind of a sort of practice to do it Something else is yeah. instead of crashing in, you can land gently. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, that's... I land gently. Yeah, I guess I do land gently now. Uh, but, yeah, I've been yeah. working on that for a long time, and uh, I know going through the through walls and stuff is kind of a trick. It's uh, it's different. I get out of my body, and uh, then I I have to go through the wall or the window, and of course the resistance is the disbelief of that, course. that I can do that. Of course. But once you do it, then you kind of get the hang of it. Yeah, well, exactly. Those are the things that hinder us when we're awake, mm-hmm. you know, as we, the perceived barriers. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Good point. So, yeah. 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 But I can't do it. It's too hard. It's too hard. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm not going to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like they had it right in the movie Ghost, where they had them passing through the wall, and you kind of hear this, you know, it's not like a ripping sound or anything, but they, the way they just, they, they showed it uh, with the special effects, of the ghost going through a wall was really quite accurate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Holly, Hollywood does a good job of uh, creating and uh, depicting these different things. Yeah. 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 It's very good. So callers, uh, listeners, if you are interested in sharing your story, please call in. Our number is 516-666-9881. And it's time for us to go to another short commercial break. And we will be right back. Hi, my name is Michelle Wells, and I am the manager, stylist with the excellent team at Bella Luna Hair Salon, 
located at 3147 North Robert Road, Prescott Valley, Arizona. Our phone number is 928-775-6706. You can also check out our website at www.bellalunahair.com. Hope to see you soon. Have a wonderful day. And we are back. You're listening to Until Death Do Us Part. And we do have a caller waiting. Uh, area code 626. Are you there? 626. Hello, 626. Are you there? Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> it's, it's Cindy Trejo. Hi, Liz. Hi, Cindy. Hi, How Cindy. are you? <laughs> I'm super good, and I'm super excited. And I just wanted to tell you... Um, uh, well, I, I'm so happy that you're doing this show. I mean, uh, and and I love the tagline about where weird is normal. And <laughs> this, uh, I do have an out-of-body experience to share with you. And I was really freaking out about it until I heard you guys talking now about some things. So you gave me a tremendous amount of peace of mind, and I'll share that with you. But I quickly wanted to tell you, I unexpectedly, I'm in Fort Lauderdale, uh, Seeking yacht chef work, as you might know, and I'm uh, and I got on a day charter unexpectedly, and it was a group of people that have a healthcare company that provides in-home nursing care for kids who are on hospice care. And the guy told me when he was explaining, he said, "We want the kids who are feeling kind of weird about their hospice care to feel normal." And I said, oh, my gosh, do you know about this blog talk radio show? <laughs> and oh, we wow. talked all about it. And so, Kevin, if you're listening, you found the right place. So <laughs> uh, they're very excited about tuning in to you guys. And um, as you, yeah, I mean, um, so to me, it felt very obvious. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was, uh, this was a number of years ago, I was up in San Francisco, and I was supposed to be visiting a client who needed to renegotiate his loan, and he kept telling me that uh, he felt like something really big was going to happen, even though he couldn't make his loan payments. So I flew up there to meet with him, and all of a sudden, my whole day got rescheduled, but I was sitting in the car, it was a rental car, and I literally felt my body lift up in the seat, and my hands were not on the steering wheel, and all of a sudden, the steering wheel turned, and now I'm on a totally different freeway, going in a different direction, and I'm like, what the hell? I was completely freaked out, and uh, I got a phone call on my cell phone and the person who I had been heading to had an emergency and had to cancel and the place that I needed to go to was now right in front of me where the direction of my car was going so I thought wow I went to the appointment and we and the guy just kept saying I just feel like something really big is going to happen he had a big crane and it was a lot of money, several million dollars, and he wasn't able to pay it. And I was trying to figure out how to represent it to loan committee. And anyway, we were talking about all that. So I leave. Uh, I go back to the airport thinking that I can um, get back earlier on a different flight. And I was on this double-decker freeway. And I just had this funny feeling, and I just went straight to the airport instead of going to another appointment. And the earthquake hit where the top collapsed to the bottom of the – Yes. And I wasn't on that freeway when that happened because I was redirected with this this whole schedule change and this out-of-body. So I just – I mean, I couldn't believe it, and then when I got home, I, I rented a car and drove back to Southern California and I'm standing in my doorway, you know, in the arch because of the in earthquakes when the aftershocks you get in the doorway and the TV's on and there's my client on TV because oh. he has the only available crane big enough to lift that oh. freeway top off of those poor people who had gotten trapped. Oh my and, God. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And so <laughs> within a couple of months, 
our loans were completely paid off and he was happily <laughs> moving on to the next chapter of his wow. life. Wow. That's incredible. It was, That's it was an- so, but you know, when it happens, you think, or I did, um, no, this isn't happening. Two, that couldn't have happened. And then you tell somebody else about it, and they go, what, are you crazy? But not mm-hmm. here, not on this show. No, no. right, not on this show. Not, not on, on this no. show, yeah. You're going to have to really try hard. <laughs> <laughs> so then just one other thing paralleling that, recently, before I moved to Fort Lauderdale, I was in um, Nebraska, and I was driving the car, and all of a sudden, it felt like my car turned into a spaceship, and I was, I was literally in the same situation where my butt was not, did not feel like it was on the seat of my car. It felt like my car was flying, and it was taking some liberties of, like, shifting a little bit and, like, moving differently than what, like, if you were thinking outside the box, you know, instead yeah. of driving. Yeah. And well, so, you know, and, and part of, part of that, Cindy, is is I think it's you know it's induced partially by driver's trance when you're tra- driving for a long time and suddenly you go, wait a minute, how did I get here? How did I get here? And, yeah. And, and you know, a lot of people have that whether they believe in out of body experiences or not. It's kind of a driver's trance where you just are on automatic pilot. But if you go deeper, then you're gonna you could easily go out of body. I had a friend who uh, who told me a story about driving, ha- having to make the drive back from Phoenix to Sedona, and she was uh-huh. so tired from her trip and everything that she just said, I, I don't think I can make it. So she said, she said, I just called on, I called on Archangel Michael to help me. She said, I, she said, I was really, she said, I was really concerned because my eyes were starting to close and I didn't want to fall asleep. She said, the next thing I know, I'm pulling into my driveway. And she got home in record time. She said, I don't know how. I got home as fast as I did, but I was home in record time. And when, when her husband greeted her, she said one eye was blue, which is notoriously associated with Archangel Michael. And the other eye, I think she has green eyes. She does not normally have blue eyes, but the one eye was like liquid blue and the other eye was green. And she's telling her husband, because of course it's Sedona. We, we all have these sorts of stories. This is like a day in the life in Sedona, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, but it was uh, really quite an extraordinary thing. So, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, well just, um, I mean, that's amazing. And I didn't have the presence of mind to, uh, to ask for help. Instead, I was really freaked out and mad because I have enough experience to know that spirit is with you. And if they're working with you, you're, and my rigidity is always something that's a block. So I felt like uh, spirit was taking a risk with me that I wasn't ready to take. And I, I, I said, Hey, stop messing around. I don't want to. (laughs) And, um, And then later I had a session with you summer and I asked Dr. Peoples about it and he said he kind of joked with me and said well you know it's like uh, uh, yeah it's you're kind of worried that you're going to get pulled over by the police and they're going to think that you've been drinking and what's funny about that is that I I quit drinking almost three years ago but about a week later I got pulled over because I was driving home from work with water in a red solo cup and the, the guy the cop told me that he was ready to issue me a, D, a, 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 a DUI because I swerved. And, and I explained without using my blinker. <laughs> That's a great story. That's a great story. Well, so I'm thank totally you. being worked with, but it feels sometimes like I'm being messed with. And, uh, and it's making me surrender more and more. So I have no idea what life holds but I'm just so grateful to what I've learned not only from you Summer but from you Liz with with your work and with what you guys are doing on your show it's just wonderful thank you so much thank you so much for calling in and sharing your great stories and experiences (laughs) thank you so much take care you guys thank you thank you and it is time for us to go to another short commercial break and we will be right back. Join us at Circle L Ranch Animal Rescue and Sanctuary located in Prescott Valley on Saturday, October 19th from 10 o'clock a.m. 
until 3 o'clock p.m. for our annual Halloween fundraiser. We'll be offering ranch tours hourly starting at 10.30 a.m. There will be a fantastic raffle, a pumpkin painting contest, game booths, arts and crafts for the kids, and much more. So please visit our website, circleL.org, for more details, and we hope to see you there. Hi, I'm Dave Maroff, Transformational Life Coach and Spiritual Counselor. Are you feeling stuck? Can't find your way? Have the questions but can't find the answers? Life coaching can help you move forward from where you are in your life to where you want to be. So give me a call at 928-642-8443 to schedule an appointment today or visit my website at www.daveheartom.com. I'm here to help you. Have a wonderful day. And welcome back. You are listening to Until Death Do Us Part. And if you have a wonderful paranormal experience to share or you want to share something about an out-of-body experience that you've had, please call us at 516-666-9881. And it was interesting um, that Cindy was talking about having an out-of-body experience where she felt like she was being lifted up out of her car seat. Mm. Um, some years ago, I had an out-of-body experience where I was felt like I had been taken out of my body by ETs. <laughs> and I could feel myself. I was hovering over my bed, and I could feel their hands on me, almost like they were changing my vibration or shifting something in my physical body or my soul body. And... I could look down and I could see my physical body laying in bed asleep, Mm -hmm. but my soul body was being turned and shifted and and it was just the most miraculous feeling. Mm -hmm. And when they, when they were finished with whatever they were doing, they gently spun me and then laid me down in my body. It was the most surreal feeling, Wow! but absolutely a real feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm wondering how many of our callers or our listeners have had a similar experience where they have felt that they were being taken out of their body and worked on by either mm-hmm. extraterrestrials or angelic beings. Yeah. yeah. It seems like it's almost, it's like weightlessness that you, you know, when you were talking, I could, I could see the astronauts floating around in their, in their space capsule, yes. and, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, and how much fun they were having doing that. And that, that really is, if you need a visual as to how much fun it really is to be out of body, that's what it's like. That's what it's like. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine it must feel very similar. I, I would imagine. And uh, yeah, it is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, absolutely. I think there's actually like anti-gravity chambers and stuff you can go to I've heard of that, to yeah. have that experience. Yeah. That would be a fun thing to do. Yeah, but it's less expensive <laughs> if you do it by yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> you just go out of body. You don't have to pay for the experience. Absolutely. And, and, and by the way, you don't have to, you know, if you're going to take with that rocket ship to the moon or whatever they're planning on doing, you know, you don't have to pay for that either. You just go there out of body. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I have a friend, uh, we're doing an experiment with that. He's kind of new to the out-of-body experience thing, and uh, and he and I have been every night for a couple of months now, I think. I don't know how if it's been every single night, but um, attempting to meet up uh, at the Pemaquid Lighthouse in Maine. And uh, I'm good at self-induced out-of-body experiences I can I can get myself there uh, but it's still it's still an educational process even even though I'm pretty good at it after all these years after some 25 years um he is uh working on it on his end and one of the things one of the tricks of the trade is to imagine yourself just rolling out of your body as a spirit from the left side I don't know why it's the left side but I just heard this recently, and I realized that is where I roll out of my body is from the re- the left side, sort of like you're peeling out of your body, and then then you are you, and the body's just the body, you know, laying there and, and sleeping. So you can also uh, sort of, I guess, when you go to bed, one of the ways to do this would be let your body go to sleep. Your body needs rest, no question about it, mm-hmm. but your spirit doesn't. 
So you let the body go to sleep and you really stay tuned in mentally to whatever. Think about football, daydream, think about somebody you love. Just just keep your mind active as your and relax your body as your body's going to sleep. And you might get a sensation of some tingling and then eventually you might feel this disassociation, I guess, from the body in a sense. And, and, uh, and then you might actually feel yourself moving out of the body. And then it's just a matter of where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, some years ago, actually not too many years ago, um, I met a soulmate. I'm sure there lots of our oh, listeners wow. have met a soulmate. And we had such a strong connection that for a period of time we were would meet almost every night on the astral plane. Yeah. And it was so much fun and we would dance together and laugh together and we just had such an amazing connection. Mm. But during the waking hours, we were who we are and the personality was completely different mm-hmm. in the waking hours than it was on the astral plane. Um it was kind of disappointing on some level. Yeah, yeah, and you know, some people would, some people might say, "Oh, well, was that just your fantasies of wanting to have that with this individual, or um, what? What makes it different than something like that, where your where your desire is there, and so you have these dreams induced or whatever by by your desire to be with this person? What what made it so clear to you that clearly this was you and this person on the astral plane, and then you come back into the body?" Um, because I could feel them. There was mm-hmm. a, a, a sensation of physical touch. Yeah. You know, not that we were physically in the body, but I could feel him. I could feel his touch. I could mm-hmm. sense his presence. I could, it's just like when you and I sitting here now having right. a conversation, it was very real. There right. was nothing um, about it that would indicate to me that it was anything other than that. And even more real than real? Yes, more real than yeah. real. Yeah. Yes. And we yeah. could, we could, the music that we were dancing to were, were songs that we hadn't heard here, mm-hmm. which was, you know, so interesting. It was like, it was either from another time period or another um, level of, exi- right. of existence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that happen too with music and in, in, in out of body experience. And there's a whole, I mean, I couldn't make that up. No. The whole overtures or whatever it might be. It, and, it, and it's sometimes the music just is so exhilarating that I can't even describe how beautiful it is. Right. It's beyond anything on this earth plane. It's, it's, it's magnified. Right. And the instruments were not instruments that you're familiar with and the vibration and the sound. Right. It's not something you're familiar with here. Right. It, oh, gosh, that's so true. That is really, yeah. Yeah, completely different. Yeah, and colors, too. When you yeah. have a body, the colors are just so vibrant. I think that's one of the reasons why we tend as humans to connect with, um, you know, in movies and stuff with the special effects that, you know, the, they bring it to life so much with the, with the, the beauty, the sounds, the colors. Um, what's that great movie where the guy went to the other side? It was, it was not too long ago. I can't remember. Never mind. I'm terrible with, with titles and names. So <laughs> we'll just skip that. But it was a great movie. I just can't remember what it was. Um, he goes through the forest and he goes to the cabin and um, oh the shack yeah the shack the shack yeah, yeah. how the, how your heart just sort of goes and and sings and you you can relate to him walking on water at that one point I believe he did yes, that yeah and uh, and then the minute he didn't believe he sunk yeah right yeah and, and it was just so beautiful and so exciting to to watch but I think it's because our soul remembers what it really what it really is where it really came from. We incarnated into these dense physical forms, and we gotta lug this thing around everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. <laughs> Reminds me of um, um, Shirley MacLaine's movie Out on a Limb. Mm, yeah. And the various experiences that she had there, and she talked about um, her out of body experiences, but looking down and seeing a silver cord. Yeah. Tethering her to her physical body. Yeah. So I have not personally experienced seeing a cord attaching me, but it mm-hmm. doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, I've just I've just read about something about that with out of body experiences. It's not, not unusual to have a um, to be tethered uh, like that with a cord, and apparently it is somewhat like a um, an umbilical cord, mm-hmm. you know, spiritual umbilical cord. Yes. And uh, so it's it's 
yeah, I've, I've not seen that. E- you know, I really haven't seen that either. But maybe I, my eyes aren't down at my belly button. Or I don't know where it's attached. Yeah, it's attached. <laughs> I don't know where it's the belly button or the heart. I have no idea. So you would think that maybe that's where it's attached because yeah. you know that's where it's attached in the womb. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, but I thought that was an interesting uh, experience. So, and we do have a caller. Area code 928. 928. Area code, are you with us? I mean, you're with us. Hi. <laughs> can you hear us? Hi. Hello. I hope I can. Hello. <laughs> yes. I had are an experience with... Are you calling from the Asheville with... plane or... <laughs> oh, uh, so you guys can hear me? Like to share? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Well, uh, Ross Perot, who recently died uh, back in 1994 when I lived in Dallas, Texas, I had an experience that is sort of, I don't know if it's out of body or what, but I met him in person when he was getting his hair cut at North Dallas before he was on his way to Love Field to endorse then Democratic Governor Ann Richards of the state of Texas. She was a very popular governor. She lost to George W. Bush, however, in the election, uh, her election technique. Well, he actually was interviewing me. I said he was an American legend. He pulls up in an armor-plated Buick and no bodyguards, and he started interviewing me, and I was fascinated by this man, Ross Perot, E-Systems. He rescued some Americans from Iran and all these kinds of great things that he did, and of course, he ran for president in 1992. Well, I had a dream a week afterwards where I, in the dream, Ross Perot's on a motorcycle, and I walk up, and he goes, come on, Blair, get in the back of my motorcycle. You know, that's my Ross Perot imitation. <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> we started flying in on his motorcycle over the city of Dallas, Texas. Now, whether yeah. that was an out-of-body experience or a dream, when you mentioned flying dreams, I sometimes wonder, Summer and Liz, if there could be a little uh, bleed-through there where the dream actually turns into an out-of-body experience. What do you think? Hmm. I, I think that's absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I don't know. That's an interesting question because I know that some dreams are just sort of like, um, well, excuse my my description here, but this is the only way I can describe it is like, it's, well, it's like relieving one's self <laughs> from, uh, with, with mental, uh, <laughs> imagery, <stuff>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, just the, the garbage that we accumulate that we really don't need to have in our mind anymore for tomorrow. So we just get rid of it and it drains out of us. That's one type of dreaming that I've heard of, but I think there is really a fine line between the dream state dream and the out of body. body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but but do you have an idea about that, caller? Well, I, I was uh, hoping that you probably said the same thing, uh, the, the idea that there could be some kind of connection that maybe needs to have some more study done. Maybe a lot of people are in out-of-body experiences when they're actually thinking all they're doing is dreaming. I'm wondering if that I, technique happens. Yes, I I do agree with that. I think you're exactly right because I think that people have dreams um and they're they're just not really consciously aware of them. They're not they're not a, totally wide awake in their dreams. Um and I think it is just a, an ability to start to pay attention. You know that I mean, and frankly, I, even in our bodies again, we can be somewhere and not be conscious of what's going on around us. Well, it's like you mentioned earlier, you know, you get in your car, you're driving to a location, all of a sudden you're there without any real cognitive recollection recollection of how you arrived. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think maybe it's a, maybe dreams are sort of a, a type of trance that we go into as we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then if we're in trance, we can wake up in that trance because we are out of body wake up and that become acutely aware of it. And suddenly there, there we go. You know, it's also, it makes me think, okay, so my mind goes in a zillion different directions sometimes, but this makes me think about the fact that with our memories, um, you know, we, we tend to, um, you know, be, we tend to remember a lot of things or some of us, I've met people who say, I don't remember anything before I was 12 years old. And I I don't understand that. It's like, really? (laughs) <laughs> but it's but I have memories that go back to when I was three months old, honest mm-hmm. to God. And it's because I have been kind of hung up on reviewing the past and remembering these things and carrying them forward with me. 
So I'm having this very, I can have a very conscious memory about something in the past. And I, I think it's sort of the same thing. It's like, it's really a matter of where we decide to put our attention. Do we want to be awake in this moment or are we kind of tuning out at the office when the boss is lecturing about blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And we can go take our consciousness and put it somewhere else and not hear one word of what the boss has to say. Yes. That's right? true. That's true. Yeah. What do you think about that, caller? <laughs> I think uh, that's wonderful. The power of our own intent. We don't realize how powerful mm. we really are. It's a matter of just learning to relax, release, let go, and to, I guess, wake up. Absolutely. That's what the power of our own intent. I love yes. that. Yes. That's, that is beautifully, beautifully phrased. Really wonderful. And thank you so you much. I really appreciate it. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, you ladies have a great weekend and uh, take Thank care. You. Thank you. Thank so you so much, much Thank for, you calling for calling in. You know, that's really interesting. Uh, you know, I've had a, I've had some famous people show up in my dream state, and mm-hmm. I had an out of body experience with Jim Carrey, the uh, comedian. Oh, really? Yeah, many, many, many years ago, and I didn't know who he was. I didn't watch his movies or anything, and I, I, I didn't know who he was, I, except for like seeing him briefly on an entertainment tonight or something like that. And, um, and I just remember I went out of body, and I was going down the hallway in my house. This is not an unusual thing for me to do that, to go check on my children. And I see this guy who I recognize as Jim Carrey, and he's flirting with a, a woman on the astral plane. And I said, yo, Jim, <laughs> I, said, I said, come on, let's go play. And so we did. And we, we he just in, in, infuriated the woman he was talking to. And we went off, we flew around. I, I, I think we went to New York that night too, in fact, that I, as I recall. And we went to a movie theater and we were, teasing people who were standing in line trying we were like hey let's act like ghosts and try to scare people so we'd go right up to their faces and go boo and he got me laughing so hard that I finally ended up falling back into my body and laughing so hard and there's more to that story but we're getting close to the end of our our, we are getting close to the end of our show Uh, we do have a comment in our chat room oh yeah I had a random dream about Jim Carrey as well says Amish comedian in our chat room wow that's so cool (laughs) very cool yeah yeah I think he gets around and and, you know that's interesting you you mentioned that uh, in the chat room there because I didn't know he was so spiritual and I I didn't know he was after I had the out-of-body experiences with him I started watching his movies and stuff and I thought okay you know it was all right I liked his movies some of them yeah and then uh and he was and he was funny, but he's man, he's an amazing, he's amazing. Yeah, he is an amazing guy. <laughs> yeah. He really is. Yeah, he really is. Fun. Oh my goodness. Any well final thoughts from you? Well, just want to thank our listeners for tuning in and for calling in and sharing your amazing stories and your experiences and yeah, all of your thoughts and ideas about out of body experiences and other paranormal activities. Yeah. So you know, please be sure to. Uh, Tune in next Friday on October 20. No, it's not the 25th next week. Uh, no, two weeks from now is the 25th. Two weeks from yeah, now is the 25th. 25th. Yes, thank you. Yeah. For our special guest, Raven, who is a practicing witch. She has a wonderful little store in Prescott Valley called Raven's Corner. So stop in and say hello to Raven and tune in on the 25th and get to know her better. Yeah. She's an amazing person. We thought it would be fun to have you meet a real witch and um, I'm sure she's not like witchy witch, but she no, does. she's more like Glinda. Glinda the good, <laughs> the witch. good witch of the North. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Halloween. Halloween. Uh, so, no, Halloween's not my favorite holiday. I, if anything, it's a funny thing, you know, as a mystic and everything, and having heard and seen and felt things that go bump in the night. For some reason, Halloween is not my favorite holiday. It's just, I don't know. I like I like cute Halloween, though. Yeah, I, I like all the fun Halloween stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I don't like all the gory stuff. So. No, <laughs> no. I don't either, but, but, but that's okay. Everybody can have, you know, whatever, whatever they want. That's great. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. But thank you for tuning in and listening today. And um, we will be on the air next Friday, October 16th at uh, 12 noon, Arizona time. October 16th? Or is that an 18th? Oh, 18th. (laughs) I need my glasses. I was looking at it too old. Okay, it looks like we got an October 18th. 
bigger it's print. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the printer kind of put a line through that line. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you all for tuning in and listening today. We really appreciate it. And thank, thank you, you for, for letting, letting us know who you are. are. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun.